0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 662 for January 21st, 2022. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by and with, uh, let's start with uh, Jocelyn, because we're going to surprise you with somebody else. Hi, Jocelyn. How you doing?
2: I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Scott?
0: I'm really good. It's so fun to pretend that we didn't just already do these greetings in the last right. little bonus show for our patrons. <laughs> Uh, but whatever. We like to do what we do on podcasts for a reason. And note today, I didn't say welcome back to the instance because our, uh, uh the other person <laughs> here doesn't like when that happens. And, uh, I didn't want to do it in front of him. So welcome Patrick Beja back to a show. He technically never left. Hi
1: Patrick. Hey, so you can't say welcome back to the instance. What I dislike is when people say, welcome back to this new episode. Because you're not coming back to a new episode. And and when we were doing uh, Overwatchers, Garrett used to do that. And I pestered him so much about it that he stopped on all of these shows. Like, I, I'm inside his brain, uh, and and he can hear me saying it every time I uh, he, he wants to say it, so he doesn't. Oh, yeah. Now,
0: you've actually uh, fixed
1: him in that regard, I think. You've, you did your job. Nice job. Fixed, yeah. 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 Well, I changed him. I don't know if that's, you know. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for having me on this show. It, you know, it feels like uh, I don't speak to the english part of my um of my community anymore Mm. i've stopped a bunch of stuff and i haven't been on on this show for a while you know children uh they're they're awesome have many like everyone should have 15 children um no downside you no know? but uh but yeah no i'm very thankful that i'm here for this episode especially so thanks for having me yeah 100 percent.
0: i mean like i say you technically uh you're you're a, you're a permanent member and are welcome here anytime you want to be here but uh i'm glad it's this time in particular because boy howdy do we have some stuff to talk about and uh Everyone, I know there are going to be some people who are a little bit like tired of the topic already because you've been consuming tons of, uh, you know, peripheral content dealing with this, this acquisition. And we should say this potential acquisition. It's not, you know, there's no dry ink yet or any of that. But uh, if there was ever a place to talk about it with two people I want to talk to it about, it's here. And Garrett's not here this week. It's his birthday. Everybody go online. Go to Garrett Art on Twitter and wish him a happy birthday he's away with his wife his,
1: on tuesday my birth my <laughs> birthday present to him yeah. is that i'm replacing him on the show for an episode you're welcome gary yeah you're welcome
0: your buddy nice job uh but yeah he's so his birthday's tuesday is it
2: it's tuesday yeah, okay 25th. <laughs>
0: so go and pretend like you think it's today and overwhelm his twitter account is what i'm saying <laughs> Let's give him all kinds of shit for not being here. No, that's not true. He's very sad that he couldn't be here for this discussion. I'm sure we'll get his hot takes next week, so don't worry too much. Let's dive right in. All right, at the risk of being very redundant from our core discussion yesterday on the uh, on the podcast Core with John and Bo, uh, we're going to talk about the self-same major issue, but we're going to maybe get into some details we didn't do there uh, as they apply to... The instance and how long we've been around and what we used to cover and all that sort of stuff so here's the main takeaway microsoft bought activision or is trying to buy activision blizzard king for 68.7 billion dollars uh the reason they won't ever say 69 is because they think it's that's too nice dirty <laughs> nice uh here are the essentials of that deal if it you goes know, through yes uh, go ahead, on
1: on that uh, on that point, everyone's rounding up to seventy, yeah. like it's almost the same thing. Yeah. It's a full billion more. <laughs> like know. When you say seventy. That's what I was like, saying. Yeah, roughly, you know, it's a billion dollars more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how much money that is.
0: I made a I made a point on the show yesterday, it would be like, no, well, if you and I were like, All right, hey, Patrick, here's here's six dollars and seventy cents, and you said, Oh yeah, Scott gave me close to seventy dollars or seven dollars rather. That would be fine. That's a fine roundup. Who cares? No big deal. Walk away from it. Not a problem. But when you're talking millions, or in this case, billions, what are you doing? Like a billion dollars difference is a ginormous amount
1: of money, and I don't Not know why. To they-
2: them, though, to them it is six dollars and seventy cents. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if they win. Well, I mean, yeah, it is. It's it's about half of the amount of money that uh, Microsoft has cash on hand um this year. But they also make like between seventy and one hundred and twenty billion dollars every year in profit. Yeah. So. You know, it's yeah, it's not. It's not. They have the money to I play mean, with.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, they're buying the revenue, and um, that you know we'll get into all that. Uh, this is going to yeah. be done by I the wonder way. How
1: they get to 70, uh, 68.7. Is there a discussion there where they're like, yeah, we'll we'll we'd like seven sixty nine, and they're like. 69, are you crazy? All right, 68.7. <laughs> all right, yeah. Yeah. okay, that works. Yeah. They're much a little, more reasonable.
0: A little worried about Bobby Kodak liking that number a little too much, maybe? No, I shouldn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they thought, we can't. We yeah. can. no, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't they, work. They had all the contracts, uh, you know, finalized and everything, and some PR person were like, Sixty nine. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Are this. you serious yeah. with yeah. this? Yeah,
0: no. The pa- no. the uh, the Blizzard PR really kicked in there. Um, let's see the transaction when it closes. This will make Microsoft the world's third largest gaming company by revenue. So that's behind Ten Cent, who is at number one. And if you want to talk about a company that acquires everybody, uh, look no further than Ten Cent and Sony uh, in second. This puts Microsoft in third by revenue. Uh, that doesn't mean market cap. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean a lot of things. Technically the 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 2021 uh, market cap value of Sony was 95 billion total. The PlayStation division 45 billion, which is less than 68.7 billion. So you can really get your head in a weird twist if you try to make sense of why certain things are worth what they're worth and when they're worth it. Um, it's big and complicated and gnarly and messy. But that's the that's the big three now, and that pushed Sony or that put push Microsoft way up in the line. Uh, in terms of total revenue. And that's, you know, assuming that everything stayed the same kind of revenue. Like, what's the revenue they do now with all their gaming divisions, and what does uh, Activision Blizzard King do in terms of revenue? Assuming that all holds steady and would only grow, they're number three. And they're obviously gunning for owning everything at some point. Anyway, uh, the planned acquisition includes iconic franchises from Activision Blizzard King. So you're talking things like Warcraft, Call of Duty, Diablo, uh, all things Diablo, including the upcoming four, Overwatch 1 and the upcoming two, uh, the rest of the Blizzard lineup, Candy Crush. Uh, I, I, We should pause here for a second because again, and this came up last night, uh, everybody wants to discount that part of the deal. It may be the most important part of the deal. And I know that makes core gamers like us cringe, but I am telling you, Candy Crush makes more money by itself than any other property by itself. It's enormous amounts of money. Um, and by that, I mean, it's the most profitable as well. So Microsoft who's had a hard time getting into mobile in general. This is a huge get for them because they're immediately into a revenue model on mobile that just, you know, that they just had to pay for. Um, and it's huge.
1: It's, uh, it's even more than just candy crush, uh, Obviously, the mobile aspect of this is much more important. I don't think people, you know, discount it or cringe. It's just that people don't think about it in our circles. Yeah. But certainly, Candy Crush is really big. You also have Call of Duty Mobile, which is really big. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Hearthstone is hybrid. I was going to say, are we going to mention
2: Hearthstone? Because uh, <laughs> right. Hearthstone, man, it has been so forgotten in this whole entire conversation. It feels like even the graphic that they showed for the acquisition had StarCraft on it instead of Hearthstone. And it's like Hearthstone's like making Blizzard the most money right now. Mm -hmm. They're the only ones putting out new content like WTF. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird I thought, especially given that it does have a mobile aspect to it. And You'd, it has a mobile, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was a little surprised but by that. But there's
1: also um you know Diablo Immortal if that ever comes out yeah. and uh, and they've mentioned a few times that every franchise, every IP that Blizzard owns uh, is going to mobile sometime mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. So and and you know people I don't think are going to cringe for long about mobile. there I've been following things and we'll talk about it a little bit later as well. Something's happening in mobile for core gamers as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting much closer to the kind of experiences we we like. Diablo Immortal is actually a very cool Diablo, et cetera, et cetera. So right. anyway, that's a big part of it for sure.
0: Yeah, I know I know that there's plenty of people, myself included, who are just immediately resistant to the idea that our our core quote unquote core gaming values like, you know, high-end PCs and big clunky consoles and, you know, our our world cannot possibly be besmirched by the uh, the dirty uh, masses of the mobile market. But I, th- I also think that stuff's changing. And it's also changing for the kinds of content you can get to your phone via streaming, things like xCloud and, uh, uh, you know, games being more uh, tailored to that device, uh, controller support kind of across the board. There's like a lot of reasons to pay attention to it and not discount it. So, um, we'll talk about that more. Um, all right. So I mentioned a bunch of those. They also get a massive pile of old Activision IPs that are kind of dormant right now. And, um, there's not been a lot of talk about that except Phil, uh, Spencer mentioned in an interview how excited he is about that back catalog and bringing some of those back. He he mentioned he's a huge Hexen fan. I think this is why I like the guy because I I think he actually is a gamer who's also a really smart business guy with a lot of acumen and uh, clearly the trust of, you know, Microsoft corporate and everything else. But he seems like he really knows what he likes. And Hexen's one of my all-time favorite games of all time. I freaking love that game. So I'm not saying that this whole deal is perfect or that he won me over or that he's gaming Jesus. I'm just saying anybody who likes Hexen, anyone who likes Hexen is a friend of mine. That's what I'm saying.
1: I mean, I don't know that there is such a thing as gaming Jesus, but honestly, (laughs) uh, Spencer is the closest thing that there is to it. He yeah. is. He has a perfectly crafted good guy image and he has redeemed Xbox and he's the kind of guy that's always like, everyone should be nice and the games should be on every platform except when we buy Bethesda for seven million mm-hmm. dollars and then we'll make them. But, but, you know, he's like, he is genuinely, <laughs> he's genuinely managed to craft an image of someone who's... A, a nice person and I'm. It, he seems like a nice I mean, person.
0: He seems but. like he is. I mean, it's impossible. Obviously none of us know him personally or anything, but I don't know what else are we going to go by? We go by what, what we have, what he says, how he acts. And of course it seems like he has, he's got a good handle on here's where the business needs to go. But also gamers are along the, they're here for the ride. They need to be part of this. And, and, and you know, even strategies like, you know, not jumping straight to cloud, but instead saying, Game Pass is all about download it to the thing and play it. Oh, you don't have an Xbox? Fine, whatever. Play it on your PC. We don't care. Or anywhere that'll let us be. Oh, you want to buy all your games at premium prices on Steam? Fine. We'll put our games there too. Like, they just seem like they want players to play how they want to play. And they'll continue to support those methods as they evolve. And if if eventually they all evolve to massive internet pipe, cloud-based everything, fine. But they're not jumping straight to there or... Cutting everybody off and saying this is the future, so goodbye everybody and get with it. If you're, you know, if you're not with us, you're against us. They just kind of want to, yeah. you oh. know,
1: go. Yeah, it didn't work out so well a few years ago when they were like, "Well, we have a console for people who don't want to connect to the internet. Mm. It's called the Xbox One." Yeah, no well, three, Which one is that? Was the Xbox, Xbox three hundred and sixty? Three hundred and sixty. Yeah. That was a three hundred and sixty. Yeah, yeah. That was an <laughs> but annoying Are, thing. are we going to talk about the fact that you know Microsoft bought? bought activision blizzard for 70 billion (laughs) dollars like it's a lot of money first of all wait bethesda deal yeah which we thought was at the time yeah 10 bethesdas oh oh my lord yeah (laughs) let me rephrase it actually are we going to talk about the fact that microsoft Mm -hmm. bought activision blizzard i know for seventeen billion, like you, like we, we've had it in our mind for a few days now. So it kind of is starting to make sense. But I'm pretty sure that when we heard the news on Tuesday, when we woke up, it was like, is it April 1st? Like it yeah. is. What is this? It's, what is this? Like it's insane. It's the kind of thing that I would have laughed people out of a newsroom for saying even thinking something like this it's insane it's a crazy uh transaction yeah yeah uh, there
2: were a couple of uh, of posts uh, that morning that came out minutes before the official xbox post and i'm looking yeah. at these like games journalists and and tech journalists too on my twitter feed going you guys got taken <laughs> who gave you this <laughs> tip
0: yeah.
2: like, and then you see the official post on the xbox site you're like Wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. I also thought it was impossible for something this big and this seismic to not have leaked in some way. And yeah, nobody yeah,
2: yeah, nobody knew. Nobody <laughs> knew. Everyone was shocked.
0: Yeah, that blew my mind. I still, to this day, I can't believe it wasn't at least like some, I don't know, Schreier or some, some, somebody somewhere had a contact Somebody's that leaked Somebody's assistant
2: had too you know, many drinks at a bar crazy. that we don't go to anymore and like yeah. somebody overheard her chatting, you know, like I just, yeah. I don't understand.
1: For yeah. him, for him, it's, sure. It's 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 insane, and you know, I I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about the fact that you know exclusivity and the fact that like Diablo is going to be a Microsoft game. It's crazy, but yep. apparently, um, you, you would imagine these kinds of things go, you know, are in discussion for months and and you know half a year a year even apparently it all started in november Mm. um because things were going as we have talked about many times not so great for activision and for bobby kotick who um you know someone told spencer hey maybe you should Call him and see if there's something you can do. And well, the yeah, deal that was, was right around the time
2: out. that second article came out, right? Because we had the yeah. first article about the lawsuits in July, but then there was the second, um, like investigative report about Kotech and how, like, not only did he know, but actively covered up a lot of the issues. So yeah, yeah, yeah that was right around then. Uh,
1: it essentially reported reported on the fact that what was happening at Blizzard was also happening at Activision Studios and Kotek knew. And also, you know, he threatened his assistant. Yeah, threatened, like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to have you killed. I yeah. <laughs> left a message. It's not even. An absolutely like,
2: terrifying thing to come out of the mouth of somebody who, you know, has the resources to probably make that yeah, happen. Yeah, they could have done it.
0: <laughs> yeah it's My insane God. for for um, the record it was years so- earlier I, I don't care though like everyone always wants to say well no. he was 40 when he made that threat i'm like
1: okay and, and so i don't think anybody <laughs> at any I mean, age should like, make that threat you know it's not like he was 17 or or 13 um <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he was, was 40. a
2: grown-ass man was,
1: yeah yeah a grown-ass <laughs> sure. billionaire anyway, i'm sure yeah I'm sure he 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 then maybe regretted it. It doesn't matter. It's not anyway. In in the context of everything, yeah, uh, yeah, it's not great. But so it put the the company in a position that like they lost what thirty percent, um, forty market from their cap, forty. Yeah. Oh jeez. And so it it was put in a position where maybe it was a, a deal that was doable. So that's when the conversation started. So. It only, quote unquote, lasted for a couple of months and they worked a lot over the the holidays. So maybe that's why it didn't leak. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think Microsoft is paying, what, 30 percent premium over yeah. the uh, share price. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So it's so. still
2: a deal based on like their their previous or Activision Blizzard's previous peak value. So, I mean, like yeah. <laughs> the Microsoft's still walking away, even paying that. What seems like a premium price right now? Mm-hmm. They're still kind of getting a deal, which is crazy. like yeah, yeah. and it's it's crazy and also kind of frustrating to think, like Kotek ran the company into the ground, which then made it or like made Microsoft able to buy it. You know what I mean? Like you did so poorly at your job. Here's $70 billion.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's not like the company wasn't doing well. You know, it it was making a lot of money still, even with Vanguard having been like a weak Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. It was like third on the most sold (laughs) games of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that the, the, Crazy thing is, I'm sure he personally would have bounced back um, if he had held. Although it does put in context the 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 you know the things that the board said when that second wave of reports or that sec that second report came out, and everyone was like, uh, "Okay, so that means Kodak is out, right? That you can't keep it." And the board was like he is doing a great job and we have a complete trust. In and of course it sounded weird at the time. And we're like, Oh, maybe, you know, he has friends in the board and it's his family and whatever. But of course, when you have like the, the contract with a 70 billion written on it, that he's waving around at, at the board, mm-hmm. of course, they're going to be like, uh, maybe we can wait it out a couple more months. Yeah. That that wouldn't be so bad, would it?
0: Yeah. It's uh, I mean, the fact you made a really good point about how recent this acquisition started negotiating, uh, and why we didn't get leaks before that. Um, I guess I'm still a little bit surprised that they didn't, that we just didn't know. I I just feel so big. Like I'm still like, I'm in this stage of like, wait a minute, did is this really happening? Do they really do this? And and what does it actually mean? Actually, let's get to this cross-compatibility question. Um, it came came to a, a bit of a head yesterday when I read a tweet from Phil. So, a tweet Phil put out there. said, I had a good call this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry, and we value our relationship. Um, and now people have tried to dissect that and go, well, he didn't say... Keep, he said. Keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. That doesn't mean all future Call of duties end up on PlayStation. And I'm like, I don't know what he meant. Like, if we're gonna get that weird about language, we could say all sorts of things about no, what he that's said. A, he, yeah, in ahead.
1: everything, he's ultra non-committal, and he he won't say until he Well, does. they haven't even officially
2: like, bought them yet.
1: <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course, He can't really and really that's commit why- to anything. Yeah. Um as mentioned, Kodak is still CEO at Activision. The uh smart money or the money is on him leaving the day the uh Activision the, the purchase closes. Yeah. Um and he will leave. He won. He won. He will leave with the $300 million that his golden parachute uh, affords him. Yeah. And I mean, he will be out, which is the ultimate goal of most people who are frustrated with everything. But he, you know, he's the evil cackling genius who's going to ride off into the sunset with bags of money. And that sucks a little bit, but I don't know. At he's the out. Same but anyway. Time, though,
2: I mean, you had to kind of expect that that was coming, right? Like, there was no way that he was going to leave without some sort of big chunk of cash and as much as that does suck I'm just glad he's out like yeah. I'm I'm glad that there's going to be some sort of new leadership at Activision Blizzard and that hopefully they can just move forward from there because like this obviously this whole dynasty whatever the hell you want to call it didn't work
0: no. just No it didn't I mean it None made him a lot forward. of he made him a lot of money and of course you know Activision a yeah. very Pop, you know, there's there's a reason this thing is worth seventy billion dollars now. If you're gonna if you're gonna ascribe all of that to just pure acumen on the on the side of Kodak, I don't know if that's entirely true either.
1: But- oh, yes, it is. Of course, it is. He managed everything money wise. He's a very smart businessman.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. And, and I don't he is disagree. The one
1: that brought, that built this whole empire. There's no question. Yeah, about-
0: I don't. I don't disagree with that. I guess that comes with baggage, and his baggage is really shitty, and so is his. Oh, yeah, the culture oh, yeah. came <laughs> with it, and so as a result, you know, as much as I want to, I love. I love when somebody's smart and gets things done, and it's great. I think that's great. That's something that you could totally say is a often a positive thing about a person's uh, personality. But when it is at the expense of moral judgment uh the health and well-being of your employees uh you know just regular old respect like freaking f off like it sucks like the whole well, The thing that really pissed me off this week was his interview with i don't remember who he did an interview with somebody pc gamer i think and they talked to him about all this stuff and he said the reason the stock value dropped and the reason they got interested in this buyout and this is true is because uh And he blamed it on the delays of Diablo 4 and the delay of Overwatch 2. Overwatch. Now, he said that, and you'd hear that and go, oh, well, that makes sense. You know, of course, if you don't have your new games out, you're going to... I mean, it's part of it. It is part of it. But then somebody who was in the team, the Overwatch team, uh, saw that interview and then did a big public post about, uh, hello, you're the one that delayed it all. You came in here and said, don't work on this, do this instead and then when that wasn't working out, well, no, come back here and do this and make sure it's still on time, even though you pulled everybody off of it for eight months or whatever. Like, you're the reason it got delayed. So it's just gaslighting 101. And it, that really pissed me off. And I realize that's the least of his sins. OK, I know that. But for whatever reason, like in the midst of this acquisition, he's still being a piece of shit.
1: it it feels it was tracy kennedy by the way who's a producer on the overwatch team, um, who said that um it feels like he's getting away with it and that's certainly you know it doesn't feel good um but you know my dream for this is that um once yeah, and maybe he's not gonna leave, but it feels like he like. Well, even Microsoft if he's not gonna leave, he's
2: gonna be reporting to a new CEO, right? Because Phil Spencer's yeah. title has changed; he's now the yeah. CEO of my or going to be the CEO of Microsoft Gaming, which yeah. is yeah. he was a, yeah. the executive VP before of gaming for Microsoft. So they're he was kind of, of Xbox, moving yeah. stuff around. Yeah, they're kind yeah. of moving stuff around, and that leadership team has you know seven out of twelve women on it. So yeah, they seem it's, to be. Yeah, it's it's a, it's almost shockingly different from what we're used to yeah. over on the Activision Blizzard side. But I think that so, so um, my- regardless if he's still in charge or not, he's at least going to have to report to somebody now who can tell him he's an idiot. Yeah, He's no.
0: diminished. <laughs> he's diminished in yeah. the interim. That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he's not going to stay. But if yeah, if he did, yeah, I, I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, so my dream is that the day they announce he leaves, or the day after, uh, Spencer shows up and he's like, and uh, to uh, we're gonna have Blizzard under Mike Ibarra, uh, King under whoever. King is under and uh, to lead Activision, we're going to bring back Jen O'Neill, yeah. uh, who was, uh, you know, who left uh, Blizzard a couple of months after having na- having been named uh, leader, co-lead, co-lead of yeah, Blizzard yeah. with Ibarra because she was like, I can't do anything in this company. Like the execs are, <laughs> you know, the culture is not right there. Mm-hmm. And
2: she wasn't paid be, the same as him yeah. yes, <laughs> when she was, was promoted into that job. It was really stupid.
1: Like, it was so nuts. <laughs> It would be the, the 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 you know, the most corporately acceptable way for Spencer and the world to give a, a at least you know to give the finger to an, a, an ousted co take like you slam the door behind him and you put the woman that left the company because he was the a hole uh, in charge of his legacy. I wouldn't I, you be know, I don't know if she, if that's even a possibility. I wouldn't if be sad to see I'm, it.
0: I'll tell, I'll just say that if they, if they found a, if she wanted to, you know, like it wasn't just a, a token thing and, and whatever, if she, she really wanted to do it and, and, and he valued I her mean, leadership, I say, I say that would be amazing.
1: I would love she's that. She's a, she's managed a studio before, which is more than we can say about Mikey Ibarra, who was, I'm sure he's great, but he's a marketing guy. Uh, Jen O'Neill was managing Vicarious Vision, which is not a huge studio, but still. And I'm—you have to guess that they at least think about it, it at Microsoft Gaming, you know, HQ. And there has to be someone that that mentions it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it will happen. And then you know, the image of it symbolically, it would be so powerful. Oh yeah, um, yeah I agree. think it would be great. That so. would be really cool.
0: But anyway, <clears throat> the uh, the this uh, this also happened in the meantime, and Microsoft is. Look, no big multinational company is going to be free of some form of harassment. Now, whether it's up in management or it's down in the dregs of you know, the mailroom, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's bad no matter where it is. But Microsoft opened a harassment investigation sought by investors. So this just happened seven days ago, right before this announcement. Microsoft said Thursday it's opening an inquiry on how it responds to workplace sexual harassment and gender discrimination, including a handling of allegations about co-founder Bill Gates. The review is in response to pressure from Microsoft investors. Nearly 78% of shareholders at the company uh, or company's November 30th annual meeting voted to demand more accountability in addressing workplace sexual harassment complaints. Quote, we're committed not just to reviewing the report, but learning from the assessment so we can continue to improve the experience of our employees, says CEO Satya Nadella in a statement uh i think that's great um and i think that coincides timing wise really well with this whatever they've got in their own house get better this mess over at blizzard activision get way better like if if i'm cautiously if i'm most cautiously optimistic about any of this it's that there could be some change here because we're it's ripe and ready for for something it's all in everybody's mind it's a big deal this is the biggest deal in gaming history And along with that deal, if you could like, if the frosting on this cake was way better working conditions, things other companies can emulate, leadership in the business to show how this can be done, that would be, that's what I want the most out of this. I mean, I really want Diablo 4 and I can't wait for Overwatch 2 and I'm pretty stoked (laughs) about all the games. Hexen, come on, baby, let's have a new Hexen. All of that's great. But that would be really, really, really wonderful if that could be part of this. And there's no reason it couldn't be. And I, and I, again, cautious optimism, seems to be the word everybody's using this week. And I don't know if there's a better way to put it because I'm definitely optimistic, but I'm cautious because this industry is cutthroat and weird and you, you know, we don't want to assume anything, but I do want to have optimism about this. And I do want this to be the deal. They seem to be making it to see out to be. And that means like better, uh, more creativity for the devs at blizzard, for example. So they don't feel so tied down by what Bobby Kodak wants. Maybe that happens here because the other studios Microsoft's acquired have said that very thing. They bought us, they flushed us with cash and said, do the things you do that are so awesome. And now we get to make what we want and we don't have to stress about, you know, the pennies. And that could be a huge deal for Blizzard, which is known historically as this company who's just like full of creativity and can do no wrong. Well, now maybe they can have that part back without the bullshit. And also the you know the facade that they were pushing down our throats for so many years. I think this is, I mean, it's a real opportunity. Again, cautiously optimistic. That's how I feel.
1: I mean, no one knows what's going to happen and how culture is actually going to change. Uh, and it takes a long time for something mm-hmm. like that to happen. What feels certain is that if the status quo had been, like if Kodak had stayed in place, and even if someone had replaced him as CEO or something, it, it it that needs a drastic change. The company seems like it, its culture uh, is so problematic that you need, what I'm trying to say is, maybe this isn't going to work out, but it seems like a, a more likely uh, force for change than if things had been, uh, if it had be, stayed in isolation as Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Um, it seems like this will only go the right way um and you know very selfishly as disturbed and distressed as i was from everything we've learned over the past 6 months selfishly i'm like maybe i can look forward to diablo 4 without feeling guilty about it again yeah. you know we'll wait and see i haven't mentioned it but the deal isn't going to close until uh next year june, uh, june that that is the yeah june is the latest that it could close um so it's not done yet. But at that point I'll be like, all right, maybe it's okay until we hear otherwise to yeah. to be excited about all these things without without feeling this twinge of guilt and and horror every yeah. time you think
0: and, about that. And imagine at that point the year that you close the deal and hopefully have shown a year's worth of information and a pattern of of transition that is also addressing these issues and you know, improving. This I mean, stuff that's that they, not going to
1: happen for. If, that'll take is Still, an independent company. No, until yeah, the deal closes. Like, yeah, yeah. Microsoft has no influence on Activision until then. Yeah, true. Well, true. You know, officially.
0: Officially, but I, I think it's impossible for them to avoid some sense of that. And I guess what I'm saying is, if let's say 2023 is the year of Diablo 4, if they close the deal and show some kind of progress, whether it's meaningful or not. And then announce also have and, and and announce or launch that damn game that year. Yeah. And do it on Game Pass and still on the launcher over there, the Blizzard launcher, for those who want to play it there. It's now on Steam.
1: And increase the price of Game Pass, of course. And increase the, the
0: price time. of game, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna do that or not. Like I, I wish yeah, maybe I maybe they'll
1: wait a year.
0: I wish Netflix had knock it off with their up with their <laughs> price increases. Because it just makes everybody else
1: go, ooh, maybe we can make ours Maybe go we than... can
2: do that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Hey, Scott. Microsoft is not investing billions of dollars to keep Game Pass Ultimate at 13 bucks a month forever. Mm. I can guarantee you that the plan is to increase it uh, steadily at some point. What if the and plan, okay, but all of those IPs? Same- go go ahead.
2: Say, at the same time, I'm currently paying like 20 bucks Canadian, but 20 bucks a month for WoW. And that's all I get. Yeah. And that's just access to the game. Yeah. That doesn't even give me any extras like an ESO sub does. Yeah. So like, even if, even if they wanted to take game pass to 20 bucks a month, but then they rolled all the Activision Blizzard products into that, I'd be like, thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it it'd still amazing. be no, yeah. It'd still be no problem with incremental updates. I And I agree with you, <laughs> Patrick, but I would say this. I don't, I think that they have a, if, if they had their way, it would be, let's get everybody on Game Pass rather than raise the price for the ones that are on it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, the volume of users will will make up yes. for the need to up the cap of the price of the thing.
1: I, I agree, but at the same time, I mean, I, I, I think it's going to happen. The question is, is it going to happen next year when this deal closes or the year after? You know, it, the price is going to increase. And a couple of years ago, you would have said, well, you know, Game Pass is nice, but... What game do I really want to play on there yeah. now? Like the list of <laughs> IPs that Microsoft owns, and it's going to be day one on Game Pass yeah. is staggering. Yeah. It is unreal, um, and so it becomes the 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 conversation around Game Pass changes. It's kind of well, it, can you really afford if the number of people who have two or three IPs that they really love that are into Game Pass is really large Mm -hmm. and when you you want those games you know 15 us dollars or 20 uh canadian (laughs) poutines we we
2: also (laughs) call them dollars patrick
1: (laughs) oh that's right that's right it's not space points up there yeah at some point uh maybe not next year when they announce it although when they announce diablo 4 or overwatch 2 or whatever uh maybe that's the time to do it but at some point you're like, well, I have all of these things and it's 20 bucks. I'm not going to unsubscribe from game pass. Like that's crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's going to unsubscribe when there's all this. And by the way, call of duty, which is the biggest game in the world with FIFA. Yeah. Um, it is also going to be on game pass, whether or not it will be on PlayStation still remains to be seen going forward with the future titles, except for Warzone, which is going to stay there for sure. Yeah. But Call of Duty alone is, you know, anyway. I, I think it's in, gonna increase. It's
0: billions in and billions of dollars in revenue. And so they they're gonna balance all of that. I hope they do right with players and not just jack it up and suddenly go, Well, it's forty nine a month. Sorry, everybody. It's I don't think they're gonna do that. But I do no, think I do think incremental no, price increases will happen because they always do. It's inflation, it's everything, it's just the way the world works. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh here's the other thing. So uh i was gonna just oh i wanted to oh i wanted to get since the the roots of this show are firmly planted in world of warcraft that's where the instance came from and It may not be our focus these days but hard to avoid it does this acquisition i just think we should have a fun conversation about this does this acquisition mean anything beyond just well wow continues to be wow and it does what it does uh we can get into those 10.0 uh rumors if we want to but um is there a chance, Patrick? You said earlier they intend to bring everything to mobile. Do you think there's a chance WoW finally ends up on mobile? Think WoW? Happens? No, don't think so. No,
1: not okay. World of Warcraft. No, I don't think so. Okay, what, you okay. know maybe via streaming, um, you know XCloud, but even that it's not very practical. Um, no, I don't. Th- I think what changes uh, for WoW and for well, actually WoW is the game that for which things might change the least. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Maybe expansions are going to be included in Game Pass, but I suspect you'll still have to pay your monthly subscription. Yeah, I don't think Like you do for that. ESO. Yeah, um, yeah, they would have. Do you think
0: they would have changed ESO by now? Had had they had plans to change the way the MMO model so. worked? They
1: probably would have. It's Why too would much they? Though? Money. Yeah, it's money. It, it's it's difficult to justify like. Not getting $15 away from people's wallets uh, just so you can, but like that's the limit, I think. That won't get into games. I, I
0: agree. Pat, uh, um, John said last night, he says, I think what'll happen is there may be a future where on consoles or PC, Game Pass gives you all of the base game that Warcraft is in the same way that ESO gives you all that is the base game. And then when there is new. When there are new expansions, you pay for those and you still sub if you want for whatever benefits. Uh, Or in WoW's case, you sub because you have to. But I don't know why they would change that. There's no reason for them to change that. I was going to
2: say, yeah, the the sub because you have to. Because I think the player numbers on the WoW side of things have been fairly steadily dropping. And there was a little bit of a resurgence with Shadowlands, but that fell off again. And so I think that, like, there's maybe a conversation or argument for making a big change to Warcraft now that it's going to be outside of Activision Blizzard's control. Maybe Microsoft looks at that and goes, hey, you've been out for by the time they finish the acquisition, it'll be they'll be coming up on 20 years. (laughs) Like, maybe that's like it's a 20 year old game, a 20 year old property. (laughs) Maybe it's time to say, is anyone still paying $15 a month for this or do we change it to an ESO model where it's rolled into Game Pass? You get everything for free, but you have an optional sub that gives you uh, some gold every month and you know whatever else bonuses.
0: Sure, sure. yeah. They, they model the model that ESO it's uses is not a new it's game anymore, good. guys. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but- it's still a very profitable game, but it is not. You're right. It is not new. It is as old as Microsoft's dead uh, MMO attempt with uh, Asheron's Call two. <laughs>
1: and uh, you yeah, know. but I think. Uh, You know, World of Warcraft is such a cultural staple and in the mind of gamers, we're always one Legion expansion away from, you know, the the number of subscribers jumping back to seven million. Mm. You know, it's, it's, I don't know that you want to mess with that formula, especially if you have to change the fundamentals so much that you have to make it work as a, you know, kind of Free to play game. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? We'll we'll see what happens. But um, also, I don't know that this is Microsoft's focus uh, at this point. Mm. They they are all in on Game Pass. They have uh, uh, so many studios to take care of. I don't. I, maybe the numbers would make me lie, but I don't know that World of Warcraft, as without as much money as it makes, because no. it does make a lot of money still. I don't know that they're gonna start you know, looking to World of Warcraft and going like, oh, we have to change everything to make it work with our new, like, yeah, it's fine. It, it does its thing. Mm-hmm. And
0: I don't know. I mean, they might, the way they may approach it is the way they've approached a lot of this stuff, which is, hey, do you have Game Pass? Sweet. You get Halo Infinite day one. Enjoy. Hey, you have Game Pass? You get uh, that on your PC. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, guess what? Don't have either of those things and don't care and rather play everything on Steam and that's just where you are and where you're committed. Fine. We'll sell you Infinite on Steam. Play it the way you want to play it. That attitude to me is really evident these days for Microsoft in general. And I don't see why that would change. Now that's their own studios with their big IPs and that sort of thing. And even though they'll have ownership here, they do have a tendency like with Minecraft and other acquisitions to just put the money there and let them build cool stuff. So if that's what they do, it'd still be on whatever Blizzard is after this to make that decision. And it may be more of a creative decision. I don't know. But at, at some point when your game is 20 years old, I do think they have to address the model because when when all of Game Pass is the same price as your single game subscription, that <laughs> seems crazy to me. So what they could do is, like I'm saying, say, well, if you have Game Pass, you have the that's a WoW subscription. You still have to buy the expansions, but here's the game. Oh, you don't have Game Pass? You'd rather stay on the Blizzard launcher? That's fine too. You just pay the subscription over there. They may just be fine. No, but so
1: you're saying the subscription would be included in Game Pass?
0: I'm saying Mm -hmm. that as
1: an option. As an option,
0: like the base game would be included uh, and all expansions. Wow is your only
2: game, and all you want to do is pay the Wow subscription. You have that option. But if you are a variety gamer, get Game Pass and Wow's in there too.
1: Yeah, it's just in there. It's it's. It's cheaper to get Game Pass than right. to pay the well subscription. Right. Well, no, <laughs> they're the same. Work. If you
0: get if you get if you get uh Game Pass Ultimate, it it's exactly with the, the same price. With
2: the change in the Game Pass price though, right? Like maybe they say, now that we're rolling everything yeah. even Warcraft into this, it's twenty five dollars a month or mm-hmm. whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, all of this I think is very confusing and they need clarity for Game Pass. Um I could see maybe, you know, you don't need to pay for expansions anymore if you have Game Pass. But you still need to pay the subscription, I think. But who knows? I mean, a week ago, I would have called you crazy and, you know, dipped you in tar if you had said Microsoft is going to buy Activision. I
0: remember having these conversations with people. It wasn't you, and I wish I would have done that because I would love to get your takes on this stuff. But I remember having these conversations with people when they bought Bethesda. And I went, oh, what if if, if Microsoft bought… Blizzard. <laughs> and I didn't even think of Activision in the broader scheme of that. I just thought, oh, what if they bought Blizzard and, and pulled them out and
1: saved them or whatever? And people are like,
0: yeah, yeah like that's ever going to happen ever in the history of ever.
1: Well, here we are even a little bit more different because <laughs> buying Blizzard from Activision is impossible. If yeah. you buy everything, it's easier because Kotick would never have like, it's like coming to you, Scott, and telling you, hey, I want to buy your right arm, how much for it? <laughs> like, well, it's easier to buy Scott entirely yeah <laughs> then to buy scott's right arm and to get him to agree you're totally to, right uh give me his. i right could give arm. up the left I arm know. i could give up though i don't mind that a left arm i don't that, use that's really. what I, I i'm guessing you're you're right-handed so yeah that's i am
0: right-handed right. so i got mouse single there hand typing what else Key, a controller i could figure <laughs> out i got they got all kinds of like accessibility things now i could live without my left arm It'd be all
1: right <laughs> okay excellent <laughs> depends on what you want to pay dollars scott yeah
0: if you give me i'll tell you what 35 five you know what Patrick, I'm gonna make you a deal today. For my left arm, okay. one billion dollars. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> one
0: billion.
1: billion dollars for yeah. your arm. Can I oh, can man. I though sell your arm as an NFT after
0: that? Yes, because <laughs> Because that's the shit world we live in. So, yes, the answer is yes. You can do that. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, there's obviously... Can a t-
1: make it an item <laughs> in, in World of Warcraft. Uh, an, an NFT
0: there you go. Now, there's a ton of stuff uh, in and around this that we could get into. But a lot of it depends on, you know, how it's going to go over time. We know the basics. We don't know the details. Um, I am curious if either of you have any hot takes on the Dragon Isles as the potential location for the next WoW expansion. And whether or not that would revitalize your interest, either whether you're playing I'm not playing wow right now for two reasons one it feels a little icky given this the recent stuff but the main reason is it it bores me to tears right now I just don't think the game is in a good place and I it's don't think I'm alone. not in a good place no. at all right now yeah it's as in someone a really, who
2: is still playing and does still heroic raid twice a week it's not at a good place yeah
0: it's in a really <laughs> weird place so for me for me my interest would definitely get peaked if a new expansion was awesome and for whatever reason, even though this ink isn't dry, this idea of this transition makes me less worried or makes me less hesitant to play based on my anger issues towards Blizzard and their mess. So that's weird, right? That's a weird effect of this. And I don't know if anyone no, else shares natural. this feeling, but I feel, again, cautiously optimistic about this change. And so my 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 anger at them over just complete moral failure... Uh, over the years and not knowing about it, uh is, is is tempered by this news like i'm 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 feeling a little better because i think there's real possibility of change now more than there was in, as currently constituted and I, and I and employees seem to be echoing that they're they're you know again
1: cautious optimism I mean, so from from everything we've heard um employees at xbox um or at microsoft gaming seem to be saying that the culture is indeed much more you know inclusive uh um less toxic and they have their own problems for sure uh -hmm. even in the gaming division uh, some studios have been you know uh, um called out for things um but yeah it seems like uh people are happier at Xbox Studios than they have been at uh, Activision Blizzard. Um, and the inclusion of in, in Game Pass changes the way you think about game production and the way you ship them. And you don't necessarily have to, especially under you know, Activision Blizzard, which is an independent, like a, a stock list, of course, company that doesn't have anything else than the games they put out. Everything has to be a huge success. When you're on Game Pass, maybe your game can fill a niche on Game Pass to, you know, attract a certain type of gamer. And and uh that's enough because they have now 34 studios who God knows how many game teams. Um, so some of those are not going to be like full-on AAA uh games that have to <clears throat> sell a bajillion copies. Um so I think that's Probably a good thing as well, mm-hmm. um but for for me, yeah, we we talked about it before. I'm I haven't played WoW, in I haven't set foot in Shadowlands.
0: Um, oh, no, didn't I play the expansion. I don't at think all. I have the
1: game. Oh, you know? I
0: didn't know that. That's interesting. It's yeah. the
1: first time ever I didn't even, you know, for a variety of reasons. I I also have two children, uh, <laughs> so that plays into it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so who knows? Maybe, Maybe. yeah. But, um,
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jocelyn, from your perspective, you're still, like you said, doing heroic raids and stuff, not necessarily thrilled with how the game's going in general, but, uh, does the idea of hanging out with dragons in their ancient places <laughs> seem cool to you? Like, I don't know. That's all we know about it, right? Is possible setting. Yeah. That's it.
2: Which has been has been hinted at and teased in some of the Ratheon questing and, and everything else. So, I mean, it's definitely not a way out there theory. Um, To be honest, I was pretty excited about going to Shadowlands and... I'm getting less and less excited by WoW lore, which makes me personally very sad because that's really what I loved about the game was being in that universe. Um, but I think their storytelling over the last two expansions has really not been good And uh, so, I mean, I'm less interested in where they might be going and more interested in, like, the mechanics and the systems that are going to be in the new expansion because I, again, feel like not only has lore dropped off in the last couple of expansions, but the mechanics of the game have just not been fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. The so, lore for me, the lore isn't the uh, problem at all. It is the mechanics of the game. It's, it's just the, the mechanics. Yeah. Either, it's either stuff things, I've done for two years. Too many or, power it's systems. either things that I've done for twenty years or it's things they're telling me to do now that I just don't think are fun. hmm And they gotta get it's, back to whatever uh, that is. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's worth mentioning um I don't think that has anything to do with Kotick or Activision Blizzard or the issues. Like if, and again, I haven't played the game, but if the WoW team has not managed to deliver, obviously if the company has been toxic and horrible forever, it's not great. But it was that before as well. So I'm wondering how much of that, you know, I don't know that that's going to change. I'm sure they can make a great expansion again. There Mm. were... Pretty terrible times before, and some great expansions came out of it. I mentioned <clears throat> Legion earlier, which was an absolute triumph. I thought the, mm-hmm. the best expansion ever, and that was in their what fifteenth year, <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I don't know that the underperformance of you know BFA and Shadowlands is can be attributed to. External factors. It's oh, just, I don't think you know, it sometimes is. Sometimes yeah. you try your best, and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, I
0: don't think that's it. In fact, I really. Well, I mean, yes, you could. Maybe some of this could be ascribed to the the culture, and 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 some of it simmering for years maybe. or whatever. But I I honestly think it's just the game's really it's long in bad the tooth. Decisions. Yeah, bad decisions. And it's it, long in the tooth. It's, it's hard to design for. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think that the problem seems to be, and this again is someone who is completely on the outside um that a lot of systems currently in world of warcraft feel very designed to keep the player logging in every day not because they're fun but because they're things you have to do and if you just make a fun game spoiler alert i'm gonna log in every day yeah so i think that they've like it just it seems like uh with all the systems you have to grind now you get very behind if you don't and it just is not a fun experience anymore. <laughs> and so I think that that's really, listen, it's just, it's bad decisions. It's mm-hmm. bad dev decisions yeah. and so not listening I, to the community. I,
1: Sorry, Patrick. I have a ahead. couple of points here uh, that come to my mind. First of all, what you're describing seems like something that could have been inspired by mobile games. And maybe that's the kind of thing that someone came into the WoW team from above and said, you, that's what you need to do. Game as a service, keep people logging in for this and that reason, um, you know. And so maybe that was a mandate from above. Maybe mm. uh, contradicting what I just said. But <laughs> I'm wondering um, also what you what you're describing doesn't also doesn't seem that far off from WoW has been before. So as someone who hasn't played it, the current version of the game, I'm wondering. How is it different from, you know, having to come do your dailies every day and uh, uh the, the things you've always done in WoW? Yeah.
2: Right. So right now you have um like if you're looking at end game PvE, you've basically got two ways to get your gear set, which is Mythic Plus or Heroic Rating. Then you also have to grind those two things in order to get gems to put into your gear. That doesn't come from mining anymore. They were very specific, very overpowered. And for this patch only, which is also a reoccurring theme, is that everything you did in the previous patch is wiped out in the new patch, which means everybody's starting off at zero again. Then you also have to grind reputation and questing with your Covenant because you have soul binds, which increase your power level. Plus, you also have to go through their Torgas system in order to create your Legendary. So where you might have used to have one set of dailies, because they also do still have a set of dailies in a new zone called Corthia, which you have to grind your dailies to get your rep up so you can put sockets into your gear. So <laughs> <laughs> there's many, 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 many different places where you have to go do just the same thing over and over again to inflate some artificial number until you hit a point when it says... You can now have the thing that makes you powerful enough to raid. What if you're playing more it, casually,
0: though? Well, it depends on where. Well, yeah,
2: Scott can probably speak. to casually, Yeah, because
0: depending cause, on where you're or where you're playing casually, let's say you're starting a new character. Wow's never been more fun as a as a, I think as a game where you start with level one and go and just have an experience. and have it. Oh, a,
1: right. It's I mean great. End game casual. But end, end game so casual
0: fun. sucks it's yeah there's nothing to do it's boring and you don't want to do any of it and it's not a fun thing to log into whereas i mean i now understand and i don't i'm not in love with final fantasy the way everybody else seems to be right now but i get why they all say that's a game that isn't about you going in and you have to be in to make sure you're up to date or to get to the final stuff or do end game or whatever that game just is like there's fun stuff in there you want to come do it <laughs> that's it that's it so you can play end game casual hardcore end game whatever you want to do over there uh, in a way that is that is more fun. I have more fun with end game activities in ESO than I do in World of Warcraft, casually or not. So I think that the ca- despite everybody thinking that WoW had gone too casual and become too much of a of an on rails, you know, sort of a, a adventure park drive, uh, I actually think that they pushed away casuals. I I feel like it's just not fun for them to log in and do anything, and that's a bummer especially if you're at level. Now, if you're not at level, there's plenty to do. The game's got years of content to go through if you want. Like there's a lot you can do to make your own fun. But as a current ongoing what am I paying 15 bucks for? It doesn't feel like there's much for those players to do. And if you don't mm-hmm. have the time to be hardcore, I guess I mean, I don't know what the the categories are, but it seems like you're either hardcore or you're casual. There's not a lot of in between. And Blizzard has made it not fun, I think, for casuals to do anything in that game. Unless you're leveling for just your own kicks and you're solo and you're just screwing around. But I've been doing that for nearly 20 years in that game. So, yeah, I think that's just, it's just in a weird state. So, yes, I agree. The, the overall take here, I think, is that if they can, they can show real evolution in the mechanics and just the approach to what it means to play the game in a modern way, next expansion, great. I will check back in. But if it's just another one of these with us with a subset of, uh, you know, doing the same stuff we've been doing, squeezing some kind of weird juice out of magic trees that has to go into a (laughs) a thing I'm wearing, you know, you know what I mean? Like I just all of those systems are really spent and I need I need to do something new in there. So we'll see what happens. All right. Before we get out of here, I want to spend some quick time talking about what games we're playing this week. Uh, This is a little bit weird. Um, given all the talk about Microsoft, but I've been playing almost exclusively PlayStation 5 games this week. Um, (laughs) Still playing Ghost of Tsushima, the uh, Master Edition or whatever it's called, Director's Cut, uh, on PS5. That game's amazing. But it got me wondering about older um, games by Sucker Punch. And I remembered loving Infamous Second Son when it came out, when the PS4 launched. And I was so into that game. And I thought, well, I still own that and it's digital, so why don't I download it and see how it plays? I expected... for it to show its age visually, maybe run at 30 frames if I'm lucky. I was blown away by how good that game looks and plays in 2022. In fact, if you own it digitally, I would highly recommend putting it on your PlayStation 5. It looks great. Supports HDR. I'm running at 60 frames plus. Um, It looks like a new game, weirdly. Uh, Maybe that just means we're at at this place with graphics where it's really hard to, you know, differentiate kind of the current gen and next gen and all that. But anyway uh i ended up playing a ton of that like seven hours of of this old 2013 game and then back and forth to sashima and i think sashima is amazing i think that is one of my favorite games i've played in years really really good but i just i went down a sucker punch hole and i just can't wait for what they do next i love those guys and um have
1: you played uh first light which is the independent expansion to second son no it's oh that's the one you could buy on its own i didn't ever get that how is that it's it was uh, they gave it on uh, uh, I was gonna say Game Pass, they gave it on PlayStation Plus at some point, so you might have it. I might have it. Yeah. Um, I'll check you might have it if you do, uh, and you enjoy Second Sun, give it a try. It's really good, Is It's it? like a seven hours, ten hours maybe, uh, experience, and it's really great. I'll, so I'll have to check that. Yeah, it
0: looks yeah. like I can still if it runs as well as this other one, it's like nine bucks right now. I should just get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think I might do it because I, I don't know what happened, but. <laughs> hey controversial statement i think i might like Inf- infamous better than those spider-man games all right come at me <gasps> i know i know i know. now listen i don't mean like character wise or like story i don't mean any of oh, that
2: no no you can't put any asterisks and caveats I on just this, mean, God. you said what you said all
0: <laughs> i mean all i mean is mechanics speaking of mechanics mechanically i find those games really really fun like minute to minute combat and just the powers they give you I just think it's just more fun. Whereas the Spider-Man stuff has to has to kind of stick to the Spider-Man thing and do what Spider-Man does, and that's fine. Stick. Those amazing games. Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong; those are amazing <laughs> games. But those infamous powers are rad, man. I, I really that like
1: swinging them. though. That swinging the
0: swinging's pretty good. But I'll tell you what: hovering with fire and electricity power is pretty cool too. That's not bad. Mm. Also, shooting dudes yeah. in the face. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, so that's what I've been up to. Hey, Jocelyn, what are you playing? Oh, t- tell us about Nobody Saves the World. We did a little bit in pre show, but why should I play this game?
2: This game is super fun and something that normally I wouldn't love, but I'm kind of getting more into dungeon crawlery things exploding everywhere type games. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it has a graphic style that almost reminds me of Don't Starve. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's really interesting and fun. It's got this, like, stupid sense of humor. (laughs) But, like, in a way that actually makes me go, okay. (laughs) So it's not, like, trying too hard. But um, you get to go into these, like, um, little dungeon dives. And you have just so many like we were just talking about wow having too many systems this has a lot of systems but in a fun way yeah. <laughs> So you have um like your your character levels up and you have all of these different forms you can change into they all give you different powers and you can level up the different powers for each form um and you use those forms to then go and like solve puzzles and get to new areas and stuff and the combat itself is super satisfying and there's a whole bunch of different um like choices you can make cuz your form basically gives you a different like combat kit. So if you like to be a big beefy tank guy like I do, you can just like go in there and have everything come to you at once and then you just go Rah! with your swords and then everything dies and it's great.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> or
2: you can be like a ranger character, be like way back and like shooting your arrows and moving all around the the room all strategically and stuff. So you can kind of adapt your playstyle to the dungeon that you're in and I'm really, really, really enjoying it. I like the complexity and, uh, and like I said, the sense of humor and it does feel very Zelda esque as well with the whole lock and key kind of thing. Like you unlock a new form and then you can like go through these little rat holes or you can, um, like walk by guards. Like the guards are like, we're waiting for a ranger with a message. And you know, so when you unlock the ranger form, then you can go through that gate. So it's very Zelda in that way.
0: Well, I'm, into everything you said so i'm gonna finally play it oh uh,
2: dude it's yeah it's really fun and it's on game pass
0: yeah game pass (laughs) everybody you may have heard of it today a million times uh patrick you're playing wild rift and just before we get into this can i just say patrick beja (laughs) the guy in my gaming circles who never gave a toot about mobas including heroes of the storm arguably the best moba on the market still even though they give it short shrift over there i hope Microsoft revitalizes that team but anyway uh you just weren't into it, especially something like, I don't know, League of Legends or you know, an older MOBA, Dota 2 or whatever. Yet here we are. Patrick is not only playing Wild Rift, the mobile version of the League of Legends, which is very good. I actually quite like it as well. But not only are you playing it, you're playing it competitively. Like you're in, like you're you're like good. Well.
1: So tell me what I happened? What happened to you? What happened? Uh you know what happened? arcane happened that was Mm. the best marketing investment (laughs) riot ever made i could not have cared less about league of legends like Mm -hmm. i i I think i launched it once and noped out after 30 (laughs) seconds like there was the store the shop the item shop and i was like wait what what are all all these things and um but arcane got me so interested into that universe it's such a good series um, which I'm sure everyone's heard this a million times, but if you haven't watched Arcane, y- including if you're someone that doesn't care about League of Legends, go and watch it now. It's Just a good do that. standalone so show.
0: Good. You don't
2: need to know League of Legends yeah, at all. To it did the
0: Arcane. same thing to me, though. I ended up playing more Wild Rift. I ended up down- re-downloading... Uh, uh, Runeterra. I'm playing a ton of that. I really like that game. Yeah. Um, I like,
1: bought uh, Rune King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I, I got you it know? as well.
0: And it's great. It's all, Oh, no, I should. Um, I, I lied. I, a friend at Riot got me a copy. But
1: still, I'm super into it. It's really good. Oh, my friends are at Riot didn't get me anything. Well, um, an independent podcaster. <laughs> that's sir. right. I Always independent. No. I, I, <laughs> I did not get uh a two billion out of that 70 billion thing, uh, unlike you, Scott. Um, yeah. Yeah. so no, it's just it's just uh an incredibly good entry point into uh the MOBA genre and the League of Legends uh universe. It's it retains a majority, I think, of the complexity of something like League of Legends, um, but is it is as approachable, I would say, as... Uh, as Heroes of the Storm was and, or is. Um, You know, I played Heroes for quite a bit for a couple of months, two or three months when Overwatch beta was, (laughs) you know, was not active. Um, So I did have a little bit of familiarity with with the MOBIT genre and it was just as easy to get into Wild Rift as it was. The tutorial is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you get into the complexities of the game and I always thought, you know, one map is boring. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. of course I want multiple maps and hots is the way to do it and it's fun and it's and certainly there's some truth to that and the variety is fun but the depth of uh having only one map forces you to get into a very detailed if you want to progress you have a lot of depth in that game including in wild rift um you know the the depth from lol and and i'm not gonna go into that because it can get scary uh <laughs> what i want people to get out of it yeah. um is it is very approachable it's always in your pocket games are very short yeah. um well, that's the best you know, part i'm by gonna say, yeah. yeah
2: how long do i have to sit there holding my phone
1: <laughs> it's a lot it's so much minutes. better than
0: regular league because league this thing's like patrick yeah. says 15 minutes league will take you Forty-five to an hour plus. Yeah,
2: that's, right. I'm like I don't want to sit there and yeah. play an hour-long match, <laughs> especially yeah. no, like when you're when you're in competitive stuff with a team, right? Like Hearthstone, yeah. 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 I can just quit out of. But
1: yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, for I that. I couldn't do that. You know, again, uh multiple children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, um, how do you how do
2: you commit to this? Even on your phone, how do you commit to yeah, this? I hard, don't man. understand. I
1: don't know how you do I, it. I think it's the it's the sweet spot. Um, It's about 15 minutes, sometimes a little bit more um, per game. And I also played a little bit of Pokemon Unite, which is really cool and really fun. But that feels like it's a little bit too much over, first of all, it feels very mobile game-y. Like the the UI is all over the place and you don't understand anything about it and mm-hmm. there are bonuses and missions. Like the UI in Wild Rift is much cleaner. You understand what's happening. It doesn't feel like it's forcing stuff down your throat. Yeah. Um, and the the complexity the the of it is there's more to bite into. Um, And the characters are really cool. Like the characters are um, things that that you can get attached to. I thought, you know, I loved Arcane. I'm going to play the characters I know from that show. But there are a lot of other ones that are really cool and fun and archetypes and (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> do you see
0: that so, up on the thing? Sorry, I didn't yes, mean to distract you. I see
1: what you put up there. <laughs> yeah. Games can't be longer than a poop. I mean <laughs> it depends how long it takes you to poop. Um it can it can drag on a little bit longer, maybe, yeah. but uh yeah, no, it's just it's just I understand League of Legends now yeah. through Wild Rift. And and you know, I've I've actually installed uh League of Legends on my PC. Like that this is almost as shocking as Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard, the kind of <laughs> thing you thought would never happen. Yeah. Um, it's a real it's, seismic like,
0: piece of secondary news today. Patrick yeah, likes a MOBA.
1: Well, I would encourage everyone to to give it a try, even if you're not into MOBAs. Uh, I, I, Wild Drift is just an amazing game. And that ties back into what I was saying about mobile uh, games. Like, It's it's really cool because I think it gives me what I want from a game as a core gamer. Just like uh, Diablo Immortal did during the beta last year uh, when I played it. Uh, It's like it's games that are made for core gamers on mobile. And Wild Drift is like super fun.
0: Yeah, it's it's real good. Uh, And if you haven't tried it, may as well. It's free. Doesn't matter. Also, I just think their UI teams deserve some sort of reward. You mentioned how great the UI is on mobile. All their games have amazing UI these days. I don't know what's going on over there, but they've got a renaissance of UI and how to do it. It's a masterclass. It's really, really good. I can't believe I'm saying these things about Riot. But anyway, whatever. It's, that's the world we live in now.
1: You know even the animation of the heroes yeah. uh it i know that a lot of people from the Overwatch team the animation department went over to Riot and i suspect they're working partly on Wild Rift yeah. you know character animation it, it it looks really
0: cool yeah and it has me super jazzed for their MMO like we've talked about all this stuff before but yes. i i'm very I, excited about what they do
1: i would never have like I know. No disrespect to Greg Street. Uh, I, I never thought I would have been interested in the Riot MMO, but yeah. the world that they're building is so cool and fun. It's not nothing like completely groundbreaking, but I've, I went, like, this is confession time. Um, <laughs> I went and watched. Like 150 videos from the Riot China, <laughs> like the the cinematics, the intros, the 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 music is so cool. Like yeah. they do such cool pop, uh, catchy music, um, and and so the playing in that world, an MMO. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for their fighting game, <laughs> which looks really cool. It looks cool. Like I'm a I'm a Riot stand now. I'm not yeah. gonna I know say you're
2: drinking the Riot Kool Aid, Patrick. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Big
1: time
0: we all are a little bit all of it I, th- I think we're all a little surprised An Arcane was a brilliant move but it yeah. also had to be great and it and it is it had that thing been pooped and just shovelware and then no one
1: would care but it's, it's good it's stellar it's yeah. better than great it's the best animated TV show possibly of all time oh my lord it's incredible lord. look at you like mm. Arcane is like it, it might speak to my tastes but I think no one will dispute that it's the best animated TV show of last year Yeah, like that is a <laughs> okay
0: there's
2: difference between last
1: year and what? all of time hey all of time for me all of time for me but i think everyone would agree or most people would agree it's the best of last year yeah and i think some I think people so. agree it's the best of all time I, it's I, yeah i agree like i agree with that
0: I, I think i think it had it had such a powerful impact on not just gamers that's a big t- test for this sort of stuff right will it land, how will it land on somebody who has zero knowledge or interest in the games and what's happened instead is it was so good those people now have some interest in the games. And I think that's yeah. a benefit to what they were doing. They may have known it the whole time. I don't know, but they made something really special and it now makes me care about Riot shit and I used to not care at all. <laughs> so <laughs> explain that world. Um, all right, let's uh, rip through a very fast email here. Uh, we're going a little long today, but that's okay. We'll do this real fast. Hello there. This an email sent to at gmail.com Came from Charles in Arkansas. I think AK or is that a lot? No, Arkansas, right? Yeah. Hey, crew. Wait, what is AK? AK is not Arkansas. That's AR. What is Alaska? A- Alaska? Or is that AL? No, that's Alabama. Mm.
2: Uh, I don't know. Whatever <laughs> it is. I'm guessing states with A names.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe AK is Alaska. It is Alaska? Okay. Uh, hey, crew. With all the metaverse talk, most of which is nonsense. I agree. I uh, was wondering if you guys had a take on what uh. it actually. Hold on, what, what it actually. Sorry, if you guys had a take on what it actually means to in some concrete ways, at least what it means to core gamers like us. Thanks and keep it up, Charles from Alaska. I suppose. Uh, Patrick, you you, <laughs> you you made a noise. What, what you think? Uh, you think metaverse is nonsense yet? Or no, I mean, I think the the potential no. and what it is, but people use it like the dumbest term. It's so dumb when it gets used today.
1: I think everyone should go back and listen to the previous episode of The Instance where Scott made a really good description of what it could be. <laughs> I think that is, that that was, you know, usually I think what you say is is kind of dumb, Scott, <laughs> but there you really surprised me. <laughs> I think it was spot on. Um, the one thing that was amusing, though, is that you were saying, oh, you know, it has to be open and, and, you know, shareable like the Internet. And, oh, I hate Mark Zuckerberg. And that is exactly what he was saying in his big meta, meta. Presentation. He was saying we need to make it standards and open uh, like the web is today and the internet is today uh, so that we can do the things that Scott Johnson wants the matter. Yeah, to he's do. what he's saying so is he's you're he very in line with he, what he was saying. He
0: doesn't say it, but what he should say is so long as it's our headset and our freaking interface and our entry point. <laughs>
1: I don't think so. I think, was so.
2: I think say, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I of all the people no, I, I trust to the,
1: tell me the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same. No, I think it's the same way that Google wants everyone want to be on the internet because they make money when people are on the internet. And he wants the metaverse to to work out because he thinks he will make money with the metaverse. Yeah, he will. uh, He wants it to be standards and open in order for it to be big enough that he can make a lot of money once Facebook is not the big thing anymore. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But as for core gamers, honestly, the metaverse, I don't think it's got a lot to do with... It's like it's kind of closer to the web than it is to anything gamer related, game related. I don't think the metaverse, because a lot of people are like, Oh, the metaverse (laughs) second life did it 10 years ago. And you're like, no, that's not like, that's not what the metaverse is supposed to be. If it develops into what, you know, the vision that Android Mac, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Scott Johnson Mm -hmm. uh, describe, (laughs) have described recently. It's very different from that. It's, it's, Essentially, teleportation. That's what the metaverse is. It's the closest thing we will ever get to to being able to teleport somewhere. Mm. Um, That's the easiest thing to think about it. Like literally, well, not literally, but uh, (laughs) simulating teleportation and so photorealistic of everything that you will think you are in the place you're quote unquote going to or that the person is coming close to you is actually there. And that's, you know, the, the, the idea, but for games, I, I don't know. VR might, I mean, it might turn into something and certainly some games will exist with that technology, but it's really difficult to say what it will be. Yeah. Um, Who knows? VR is going to be more, a closer thing that will be, you know, kind of like that.
0: Yeah. the idea is that it'll all, you know, hopefully it's all mixed. I I mean, I I can tell you this. I spent yesterday, Uh, as part of, I can't talk about it yet, but um, I'm working with a news organization who is working with some VR stuff and I got to sit in a VR, a completely virtual space meeting yesterday where I sat in the room with some reporters and some content people and some tech people. And it was, I know this isn't even that fancy. It's just people sitting around with each other, which we've been doing in VR for a while, but it was surreal how much more tangible that meeting felt than I'm used to like it was a trip. And I'm not saying that's the metaverse. I'm not saying this even applies to this email, but I, I once in a while in when tech proceeds along to a certain point, and then I experience it, it's kind of mind blowing. Um, and that was mind blowing. That was really, really cool. And it made me think of all the future potential of this thing. And I want to hang out with my friends in this way when they're across the world. I'd love to see Patrick more often in this environment. And we were jumping around from a game to a boardroom to a hangout space to this to the you know, to a place where you build games or build worlds and we're all up there making shit in a little four-person thing and it was blowing my mind. Uh and it just got my brain going, like, well, this isn't that weird to think that eventually there'll be a little portal I can click and then I'll zip through and then watch Jocelyn raid in Warcraft because it's integrated, because it's part of this quote unquote web 3.0 slash metaverse slash everything's connected kind of space and it just gets your imagination going so anyway it's pretty rad where we're headed whether whether or not that buzzword gets the overused and i think it does isn't really the the point it'll will it'll eventually suss out to be whatever think of it as when people said the information superhighway in the 90s oh the internet what's that the information superhighway freaking f off both (laughs) fingers You know, (laughs) that's how we're going to talk about Metaverse one day. We're going to go, oh, I remember when we called it that freaking sucks. I hate that word. But anyway, uh, thanks for the email, Charles. Oh, Joss, anything you want to add? Sorry, I didn't. I meant to throw it to you as well.
2: I mean, just to just to kind of tie it into gamers. I mean, even with our conversation earlier on today, that was one of the one of the things that people are pointing to with the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard is they seem to from from a perspective of a of a computer company a pc company they are collecting virtual worlds <laughs> mm-hmm. and and adding to what they control within what they think is going to be the future of the internet and how we connect so i think that um like if if we're talking from a gamer perspective that's the kind of thing to watch is is who's controlling what universes and are is it actually going to be as open as as we hope, because maybe not.
0: <laughs> yeah, there I have concerns about all there that.
2: There seems to be bets going in in both directions. <laughs> yeah, there's a
0: gold rush happening here that maybe isn't the same as the 2.0 mm-hmm. era of the web, where everybody seemed to want interoperability from the get go. That was the whole point. This one's a little more like we want our piece of the pie, and you know this is the yeah. year. This is the year we. Expect- How am I
2: going to make money off this? Same with Mark saying, oh, it should be all open and should be all everything. Like. He wants to make dollars. They all want to make dollars. Of course though. they do. Of course no, they of do. Of course.
1: Yeah. I, I, I really think people are letting their image of Facebook, which is justifiably very negative, uh, <laughs> color their interpretation of what Zuckerberg said about the metaverse. He He needs it to be open like the web in order to make money. I think that is a very – Sincere and capitalistic view of the metaverse, it needs to be standards and open and interoperable. Yeah. Um. And and if if it's not, if it's little things, uh, here and there that everyone is uh, owning in a closed uh, garden, it's not going to work. It's not going to take off. Yeah.
0: If this really is the year Apple announces whatever their mixed reality project is, which is currently the rumor that this is the year we'll hear about it. Uh, next year,
1: they you think they, so. They, recently said it's got issues with overheating and stuff Uh, like that. So they delayed it. Uh, I can't remember. Sorry, Scott. No, it's all right.
0: (laughs) I don't, I mean, I'm not even, uh, you know, whatever, right? Just the the more the big faces get involved in this, the more we we're going to start to have to not have to take it seriously, but it's, it's no longer like, Ooh, hobbyist, cool thing. Oculus came out of nothing. And isn't this weird? And what a new experience. And we're, I think we're heading into a, like a, maybe it's the flip phone stage. You know, we were in the crappy brick phone stage. Now we're moving into flip phones and eventually it'll be like smartphones. But I don't know. I find this stuff endlessly fascinating. <laughs> yeah, we're in the in-between. Uh, well done, Charles. Thanks for your email. Theinstance at com is how to contact us. If you'd like to support the show, patreon.com slash instance. Uh, make sure you do that. Hey, uh, since we haven't heard from Patrick in a while, and even though most of it's in French, hey, Patrick, where can people find more Patrick?
1: Yeah, I, I all of my English shows are kind of on hiatus, so uh, I'd say if you speak French, go check out uh, Le Rendezvous Jeu, for example, where we did a deep dive into the acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. We we went into a lot more than we even did today, like the consequences on uh, Sony and the industry, and how Game Pass changes things, and how it changes Game Pass, and how much money other companies paid for stuff. Well, I mean, it's in French, so. If you don't speak French, you don't care about any of it. Yeah. Uh, but it's le rendezvous if you speak French.
0: Yeah. And if you do, you'll know what that meant that he just said that word. Yeah. That French thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah.
1: not Patrick on Twitter. That's yeah. the easiest.
0: Yeah. One. yeah. And he's a great, I do tweet in English. He's a great Twitter follower, Twitter follow rather. But just go poke him, get him riled up, talk about starting. too hard. Yeah. Not, <laughs> don't poke him too hard. He's got two kids after Thanks. all. Uh, Jocelyn, I know you're plenty busy with lots of stuff. And as you and I wait patiently for uh, Forbidden West to come out next month, Uh, What else are you up to these days? What are you up to?
2: Uh, So actually, I wanted to point people over to the Gamers Inn if you guys are looking for a general gaming podcast because we just celebrated this week with episode 500. Oh, my. So I've been doing that for 10 years now.
0: Gosh, Dan! Congrats! It was a really good show. You know what? I agree. And congratulations. That's a huge milestone. I didn't realize it was 500 you hit. That's awesome. Nicely yeah, it kind
2: of came out of nowhere. It's one of those things where you stop kind of paying attention, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this feels like one that maybe we should think about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. Congratulations. I've always really enjoyed it. I think your co-host is a hoot. I think being on there before some of my favorite guest spots, its that's an awesome thing to hear. Uh, so go, ahead, guys, check that out if yeah, you can. Yeah, no, check that out. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show. Thank you all be- for being here. I'm sure Garrett will have a take he'll want to share next week on this stuff too. Okay, I know that by we then we also
2: talked about it on Angry Chicken
0: too. So. Oh, good. So some of that's yeah. out of his system. You know, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens. Like Patrick uh, reminded us, we have quite a while until the ink is dry on this deal. Or I don't know. There's there's still going to be some questions about European governments and others being okay with this deal. Microsoft, no no stranger to. Uh, antitrust allegations and all that stuff some of that may come to fruition who knows but for now i don't know i guess blizzard has a brand new bag or something to that effect uh, all right that's it thank you all for watching Theinstance.net is our website uh, that email once again is the instance at gmail.com instance show on twitter and if you would like to help us out we're at patreon.com slash instance find more shows like this at frogpants.com That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at (laughs) frogpants.com. I still use the old Patrick laugh. What do you think of that, Patrick?
1: I think you are both lovely people, (laughs) and I love and miss you.